You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Federal Premium Ammunition and their new centerfire rifle ammunition terminal ascent. Now, the terminal ascent has a slipstream polymer tip that helps flatten trajectories and initiates low-velocity expansion at longer ranges. The terminal ascent gives you match-grade long-range accuracy in a bonded hunting bullet, and it comes in a variety of cartridges, including the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 280 Ackley Improved, the 28 Nosler, the 7mm Remington Mag 30-06, and the 300 Win Mag. If you want to find more information about the Terminal Ascent, visit federalpremium.com. And while you're there, check out It's Federal Season, the official podcast of Federal Ammunition. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. With me today are Mike and Andy. How's it going? What's up? Today on the show, we are going to have uh, Jeff DeCarlis, uh, one of the founders and owners of Quest Hunting Company. Yep. Quest Hunting Company. Yeah. Um, or Hunting Tournament, I guess you'd call it. So we're excited to, to talk with him. We got some big things going. Yeah. It's, I mean, because we've been following it since the beginning, and the growth that they've had just in, what is it, three years? This is yeah, their third. 17, uh, yeah, was their yeah, first so year. This, so this is the third year. The third season third or four. whatever. It might be fourth season. Yeah. It turned I'm bad fourth. at math. E- either way, like, they've grown. I mean, it's gotten Immensely. huge. Huge. Yeah. I mean, so if, I, I'd be surprised if people don't know about this already. And yep. tournaments are are fun. I mean, we love coyote tournaments every coyote hunting season. You know, bass tournaments people are huge in. Mm-hmm. Whitetail tournaments never really were Three. a thing, I guess you'd call it, on a large yeah. scale. They're really kind of some uh, what are you, pioneers of this whole thing. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's I – mean, well, my group, like my up north group, we have always had a big buck contest. Just you between know, yourselves? Every, yeah, just between ourselves. You know, you put in 10 bucks, person at the end of the year with the biggest buck wins yeah. type thing. So, and he brought it. New level. Uh, yeah, new level. So it's statewide, multiple yeah. states. And they're expanding every year into different states, too. Yeah. Right. I think they're in nine now. I mean, there's a lot more than nine states in this country. I don't know if people know that. Not all of them have any deer worth of shit. But, um, <laughs> Not like Missouri. <laughs> no. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think, well, that's the thing, though. Okay, you go to California. I don't even know if they have whitetail or something. But I think they just got black, too. You, you would have a tournament for it, right? It's right. still that state, so you still have right. a chance to win just like you would anywhere else. It's, so. it's not Even like Arkansas is competing against Iowa, right. you know, which, I mean, let's be know. honest, there's some big differences there. Sure. I mean, there's, a sure. different, there's a big difference between Iowa and every other state. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. You're, yeah. you're competing against your home state. So, And yeah. they also, uh, this, this year they started, at what, what do you call it, the silver? The silver bracket in Missouri and Iowa only, yeah. and you'll hear him talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll let him explain it. But it's yeah. a little different, and it kind of makes the not so, I guess, the guys that know that they're just not in the same league as some others, that they, they can still get in there and compete some. And still win cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of awesome prizes yeah, they, they got. They have the coolest prize packages out of any any type of competition like or anything I've ever seen. Yep. Oh, and by the way, we're not sponsored by them. Like no. we're just saying this stuff because yeah. they seem like a really cool, you know, company. Yeah. Uh, they do. I mean, even job. like he was saying, you sign up, you pay the hundred dollars per person, two hundred dollars per team, uh, at least now. Yep. Um, you get all these discounts off gear from some of their sponsors, where you're yep. getting like half off on stealth cams and stuff like that, and you know that's it's worth the sign up half the time. So. Um, and it might make you get out in the woods a little bit more. Yeah, you're trying to win something, right? Yeah, right. It's not going to make me. I'm going to go, but yeah, right. I mean, I mean there's, we, there's people that it could. So a lot of like-minded people. Yeah, it may it just a little. It adds a little something to it if you're into it. I mean, if you just want to, you know, it's whatever. But yeah, not everything. Look, it's, it's not, not all everybody's about the, deal, right? Yeah. It's not always about the rack and stuff, but it just it's a little something if you're into that. Then go right ahead. Yeah, that's and a little quick disclaimer. We do have some te- technical difficulties the first few minutes with Jeff. We actually yep. had to hang up with him and call him back, um, and those got resolved. So, sorry, you're going to hear some uh, some feedback and stuff like yeah. that in the first few minutes, and that'll that'll 
that'll go away. So one of the, one of these days we'll get it right. Uh, maybe. So amateur any, hour. Yeah. So. All right. You guys got anything else before we get into this? Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, excited about this one today. Got my fellas back with me. What's going on, man? How's it going? First time we've been in studio together for a while, or is yeah. this a studio? We're going to call it the studio. First time being in your basement for a while? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First time being in my basement for a while. Uh, it's either been just me or Mike or just me and Andy for a while, so yep. it's kind of nice to be sitting down together uh, and a good one to, to do it together. Excited for this one, yep. yeah, absolutely. Finally, white tail season is just around the corner, Yep, and this is... Just going to get us a little bit more pumped up. Yeah. Oh, this so. thing always gets me, gets so me pumped up. So today we've got uh, one of the founders of Quest Hunting Tournament, uh, Jeff DeCarlis. Jeff, what's going on, man? Guys, how are you? Doing well. Yeah. Doing Excited awesome, yeah. To, uh, to talk to you. Um, Jeff Likewise. is another Missouri fella, so it, it works out well for us. And um, so before we get into it, Jeff, why don't you just introduce yourself? We'll get into Quest in a, in a minute. And then uh, why don't you tell us what your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors is? Oh, man, that's a good question. Well, as you mentioned, I'm Jeff Carlos, co-founder. Brian and I co-founded uh, Quest Hunt Co. back in 2017, I guess. Man, it's, it doesn't seem like three years already. Uh, favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors? I, You know, you know what, guys? I'm... I'm Brian and I kind of compete a little bit on this level. Like he's an avid diehard hunter who can, can enjoy to fish and likes to fish still loves it, but not, and I'm just exactly the opposite. I've always hunted almost as a secondary thing to bass fish to be honest with you. So, really? um, yeah, and I've always enjoyed it. It's not like it's, it's just, it's just my passion. My probably my, if I had to prioritize, yeah, definitely in the fishing world. Uh, so my favorite thing about Missouri, man, by far is just, I think we we don't really appreciate sometimes how many premier bass lakes we have in this in this state. Um, Without a doubt, you know, all, all all within about an hour's drive, so you can go four or five lakes any direction. There's multiple yep. tournaments every weekend, so it's a fishing wise, it's an angler's paradise. So yeah, not only is it good for hunting, man, there's some good water here. And also, aren't you like down south somewhere near Springfield? Yeah, we're just east of Springfield, so we got you know you got Table Rocks. We're you know I grew up on that lake and with my grandpa so it's it's go. always close to close to my heart but yeah i mean shoot any of them are good man it's, it's just a we're spoiled spoiled for bass fishing for sure yep. yeah we've been hearing that yeah i guess we kind of take it for granted because i mean neither of us i mean we're not huge fishermen we yeah. all well but we've always grown up pond fishing yep so it's oh, yeah. it's always yeah. been you know go to the neighbor's pond catch a few bass no big deal but the more we talk with people the more we find out oh wow i guess that it really is kind of a major deal here yeah. in missouri yeah so, we, we uh, talked yeah. to a guy where a friend of his was flying in from japan mm-hmm. going through all the covid quarantining and all that just so he could fish missouri in a tournament yep so oh yeah 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 it's uh it's not it's not only great fishing it's, it's real challenging but some of the conditions here are just you know with the such a rocky base down here of course we're at you know all we raised down here is rocks and <laughs> you can't you know you can't dig a hole in the yard man without hitting solid bedrock down here in southern missouri but uh but it makes for really good lakes a lot of good structure deep holes i mean so yeah i mean all that love to hunt man i love the the outdoors but but if i had to say my favorite thing man it's got to be you know just the quality water we got is is unreal river and lake so yep. nice that's the best part about that question because really, I mean, we're here on a whitetail topic. You never know what you're going to hear. Never seen that one coming, you know, nope. honestly. So yeah. that's that's one of the best parts about uh, Missouri's the, the the diversity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we're yeah, almost five minutes into sure. recording and we haven't talked about whitetail yet. That's that's what's cool is you don't even know. You <laughs> never know what that answer is going to yeah, bring. That's right. Uh, I did not see that one coming. I'll be honest with you. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, well, anyway, Jeff, uh, uh, to pivot back to whitetail, um, quest hunting uh it's we've known about it since it started in missouri and of yep. course it's expanded yeah yeah uh, over several states over the past few years um how many states how many states are you guys in now uh this 20 so 2020 we're in nine um okay and we start started out started out really i guess our, our plan was just kind of starting missouri um and that's 
kind of went viral on social media and we ended up in four states. So that was 2018. Gotcha. So we've grown four, four to last year and, th- and this year's nine. Nice. Okay. Awesome. So how did it get all started? I mean, I, I yeah. kind of read your bio about it, but you know, there's people that haven't. What, uh, how'd you start all this? What was the thought process? Well, you, you know, I didn't mean to do this segue. I swear to God, guys, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Fish, fishing actually had a lot to do with it. Uh, we were, uh, Brian and I have been friends younger. He's younger than I am. But Brian's older brother and I were pretty much the same age. And so we, we'd been around each other forever. And we'd, we'd meet once a month or so, uh, every couple of weeks anyway, to go eat lunch. And I was kind of in the business world. And he was owning and operating a, a lawn service, and of all things. And we uh, we would get together and have lunch and just brainstorm on, on some idea. We both just were real passionate about entrepreneurism. And I yeah. started a few companies, and he had two. And we just really wanted to do something in the space we liked, you know, the, the outdoor industry. And we were talking one day over at Steakhouse, Springfield, Missouri. And uh, we were talking about, I was talking about fishing tournaments. And I said, you know, it's just a shame in the – in the hunting industry, there's nothing there. You know, I said, my, my opinion is, is, you know, Americans in general are real competitive, but mm. man, hunters and fishermen are some of the most competitive, passionate people I know. I mean, it, it takes a lot of passion to do any of it, you know, get up in the morning, freezing cold weather. And, and, you know, even if you're competing with yourself or your, you know, last season's kill or whatever, I mean, it's, yep. it just takes a passion and a competitive drive to do, do what all of us do. And, um, and I said, you know, for me, that's always been fishing tournaments. You get you get to be out of all, you know high school and college, and it's kind of hard to find ways to get a competitive outlet. And fishing tournaments were that for me. And I said, you know, it's just a shame there's not something like that in the whitetail hunting industry. I mean, it just seems crazy. And we kicked around a couple ideas about you know putting on a tournament, maybe kind of as a side deal just for fun, and doing it kind of on a physical location. And we looked at each other and said, no, man, the way to do this is online. And let right. people hunt where they hunt, and yep. let them manage their crazy good prizes, and and uh, and maybe create sort of the startings of a buying group with really deep discounts on products. And and honestly, man, that's kind of where it came from, right, right down to the format. You know, the two person teams. Um, if you really look at the the rules of our tournament, it kind of mirrors a bass tournament. I say a lot of yeah. Now that you're saying this, it it, it really does. You think about a fishing tournament, it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's so it's so easy to to put together a bass tournament, right? Because all the all the fish that are in that tournament, I wouldn't say easy. Maybe it's easier um, <laughs> because all the fish that are in that tournament are going to be caught that weekend. Yeah, right. In, exactly. in one body of water, right. In that right. body of water, or that county, or whatever you do. Yeah. With whitetail hunting, I've got from September fifteenth to January fifteenth in Missouri. Exactly. To harvest my buck, and right. at least one buck, and so you're like, okay, how the hell we do this? The logistics. Um, you know, then you got to think about, all right, not everybody has the opportunity to shoot 190 inch deer. Some people might be hunting public. Some people just up North in Missouri, some people Southern Missouri. So how can you try to, you know, even the playing field a little bit? Uh, you know, I've, I've been in tournaments before, or, you know, there's buddies that do like smaller ones and they, they seem pretty cool too, but I don't think I've ever seen one where there's a team set up well you got your big buck contest biggest wins and that's it and this right. one explain that jeff you don't mind kind of walk through the the i guess the basics of it for those who don't know i mean it's a partner tournament but uh it's, kinda, a, it's a partner termer, yeah. tournament big buck contest yeah. is what it is essentially yeah so yeah and, and you know, going back to that whole tournament the tournament format i mean we wanted the two 200 teams because well, I mean, let's face it. There's a reason there's two two guys in an amateur bass tournament because um, it's easier to get a limit, right? There's a reason that pros fish by themselves, and right. the rest of us amateurs in the in the fishing world fish in pairs because you get your odds of you know filling a bag and getting five good fish are, are much much higher. Mm-hmm. And so we really we really worked hard on that format. So look, we don't we don't want this to be about you know the the top one percent of hunters that that have this this great access to thousand acres of private land with food plots killing killing booners every year right to just become this elite type event and so we we really studied and said look this two men two man or two person format makes it more of an even playing field because it's a lot harder to kill two nice deer um yeah and and we see it every year right so this is our third year last year i think our tournament stranded when i say stranded 
uh, only one team member shot a shot a shot a buck at all. Um, we probably had about fifty to sixty booners stranded last year. Didn't make top ten in any of the states. Oh my goodness! Dang. Um, and so that we like that. I mean, that's the kind of thing we tell people is you really don't. <laughs> in fact, if you look at our top tens over the last two or three years, it's normally not booners in those top tens. It's just two good deer. It's yeah. two one fifties or one forty five and a one sixty. Yep. Still big deer, especially for Southern Missouri, but but it's but it's winnable. Um, and so every year there's people in our top five that are just like, man, I had no, I, I just didn't think I had, had a chance. I mean, coming into this, we wanted to do it for fun, but holy cow, we're here. And, you know, we had two, both of our target bucks walk by, we, we got it done. Um, and so that's kind of the, the rationale for the two person format. And it, it's really worked well for us um, uh, going forward. But yeah, you just basics, you know, it's two person teams you can score up to three deer as a, as a as a team so you get kind of an upgrade buck we, we try not to call it a cull buck but that's really what it is gotcha um and in states where you get more than one buck tag that's really that's really cool because you can get a late season buck or you know kill one with a bow and then hunt during the rut um yeah and hey. whichever buck you kill that helps you the most you can you can replace your existing score all right we are back at it sorry folks we hopefully fixed these technical issues um, so hopefully, uh, Jeff won't sound like he's talking over a jackhammer anymore. <laughs> um, uh, which Jeff, you probably never heard any of that, but, uh, uh, you'll notice it in the show a little bit. So anyway, um, okay. You were kind of explaining, uh, the, the advantage of the two person team and you had just gotten to the, 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 the three buck. buck or the coal buck yeah. or whatever you were kind of explaining it as. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a cool feature, especially for States where there's more than one buck tag available, like Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, so each team can score up to three and we kind of put that, we did a lot of work on this in the beginning and really talked to some focus groups and brought people in. And, um, so there's a lot of things that go behind these, but, but that's been a real popular feature. So you can, you know, if you both, if you both happen to go out and kill an early season, you know, buck with a bow, hunt the rut, um, you know, whichever one of you harvest a buck that helps your overall team score, which by the way is total gross inches of your two best bucks. That's the best feature. I'm glad it's not uh, net, in my personal opinion. I mean, the the gross part, I really like. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, man. We 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 get some. We we got a little bit of early feedback about the gross side, but um, it works well for us. It's real streamlined because basically what happens is you go hunt during the season. You and your partner don't have to hunt the same area. Um, in fact, you don't even have to be from the state. You just have to have a you know the ability to hunt there. Um, you can hunt, in fact, in totally different opposite ends of the state. You submit your bucks. You score them at home, which is another really important thing for us. We wanted it to be super easy and not intimidating and people having to drive all over the place to get deer checked in. So right. we send out we send out trophy tape, which mm-hmm. is if you've never used it, it's a pretty cool product. I mean we've you know, it's basically a almost like a electric kind of consistency, a little lighter. Yep. Um that has a tape measure on it, so your last tear after you make your mass measurements and put all your main beam and G1s, G2s, et cetera, you just, when your last tear basically tells you, you know, where you're at in terms of gross inches. Um, so it works really good. We have a little process to, to kind of screen some of those when they come in electronically. Most of them come in fine. Um, and then that becomes your unofficial score as a team all year long. And you'll notice that on leaderboard. It'll say unofficial scoreboard, leaderboard. Um, and then a year in, you're in the, if you, your total gross inches puts you anywhere near the top 10. In fact, we encourage you know, our year in banquets are open to the public, but anybody even close to the top 10, we always encourage them to come to the banquet. Um, Pope and Young's there to officially score all those bucks. And that's awesome. It's cool. If you're in the, if you're in the top 10 or, you know, we've even had a few years, at least last year, I know we had a few teams that jumped from like 11th or 12th into the, into the top 10 prize pack. So, um, it's a good idea to be there. Um, cause we, you know, we'll see some variation, you know, you sometimes see eight to 10 inch variation on, uh, home scoring you know guys it's not a lot of experience with it to pope and young scoring them yeah um, so we can you, you can change that night at the banquet which is kind of a cool part of it but uh i mean it's a you gotta know what you're doing when it comes to scoring a deer you can't just pick up and do it it, it takes a little bit of practice you're going to be off a few times potentially you know? yeah, yeah potentially yeah you know so yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a uh, and and you know you guys know this. I mean, you get two Pope and Young scores back to back, and they, they're going to score it different almost every time. Right. Um, at least a little bit. You're within um, eight, so probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's always a little variation there, you know. So we we deal with a little bit of that, and we like I said, we kind of screen them um, when we get those photo submissions in for 
for deer submissions during the season. If we see one that just there's no way it's going to go 160, I mean, we try to work with them on that and get a <laughs> get a little bit more accurate uh, measurement before we go on the leaderboard with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I said, I, well, what we, I like about the 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 two deer system is you know there are a lot of people that don't hunt for for inches and and that's awesome and right. and i'm not necessarily i mean i've got a deer on my my list right now that lost half his rack but he's he looks like he's almost eight years old i mean he is he is old for right. a deer yeah. he, he wasn't even a big deer to begin with i bet he would have maybe scored 135 as an eight pointer at this point in his life and he was a little bit bigger last year and he's gotten smaller this year so i think he's on the downhill slide but because he's mature, I think I would have harvested him, and I still might even with half a rack, and he's going to score freaking 100 inches probably. I mean, or not even that. At this point. So he's got half a rack and Yeah, so inches. he's going to be like a 75-inch deer, but he's just so – he's mature. He's, he's you know, he's a mature deer. So right. it's not always – we get that, and I know people are probably sometimes scoff at this sort of stuff, but what's cool is you can be a guy or gal that hunts just your average deer – yeah. And if, if you shoot a 140-inch deer and your buddy or, or whoever shoots another 140-inch deer, you have the ability to potentially win. Might not. Uh, yeah. Notice the score is going up and up every year. But, right. uh, I think it's more popular. Yeah, people, people get, what did you say about it earlier, Jeff? Competitive. And yeah. they sign up and they want to win. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Yeah, and it is. I mean, and, you know, we try to pack the, the prize pack, and we got a lot of people that – you know, they always go right to those Polaris Rangers in each state and go, man, what's it going to take to win first? But, you know, frankly, there's some there's some really killer prizes all the way down to 10th place. So, yeah, you know, if you are sure. in that 140, 150 class deer as a team, um, you know, you, you still got a very good shot at winning winning some awesome prizes and taking home a trophy. And we, you know, of course, we, we load up the banquet, which is I think last year we gave away six or $8,000 worth of stuff at each banquet. So That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I had. I a- mean, it's cool. It's cool to be there. It's a fun night. Yeah, last year a buddy of mine actually placed, and I don't I don't really remember which place he placed, but I know he went home with a bunch of de- different stands. So I mean, yeah. he had almost yeah. a trailer load of stands. So yeah, I mean, well, can't the, beat that. The very first year, if my partner would have would have shot one of the deer, he was sending me pictures of this deer. I'm like, shoot him, <laughs> shoot him! Like I was, I had placed on there like very early. I got mine. And I was like, if you shoot him, we are on the top ten. Like we'd make the the you know, website deal. Just you know. And he didn't, and he's after. There's another big one he was after, and decided not to. And uh, but I followed it and tracked it and kind of guessed the score. And I think we would have easily been in new bows and probably new stands. So <laughs> hindsight's always but, twenty twenty. I think the yeah. very first year you guys had this this tournament, Jeff, uh, me and Micah. I'm a cheap ass, so I didn't want to spend fifty fifty dollars or whatever the hell it was at the time. <laughs> you know, to enter a tournament, I'm like, ah, screw it. And if we had just done it, I think we would have placed like second overall yeah, based we, on the scores. We, right. we had a good we had a good year hunting. Yeah, it was and, a good year uh, for son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to tell him. They just, yeah. uh, he didn't. Andy, Andy's like, well, you need to enter. So, but that's just it. that's just part of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, part part of this too is we get a lot of this feedback throughout the season. It's 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 one of our favorite parts of doing this. Is we kind of liken this sometimes to fantasy football, like yeah. You know, fifty to a hundred dollars getting off all that good stuff, and really, what it's about is just yeah, you want to win, of course, but it just it enhances, it kind of gamifies the season for you. You're going to watch football anyway. Yep. You know, being, being able to follow the action and see other people and kind of be a part of that, it makes it kind of cool. You you know, there's there's a lot of strategy involved in this particular uh, tournament. I mean, you have to submit your bucks within 24 hours of harvest, for example. So, just the example you guys just brought up. We've had a lot of people just get skunked or, or not, you know, only have one buck submission as a team mm-hmm. because they held out and waited and they, you know, and it is kind of a, you know, we've had people in Missouri College where, you know, obviously more than one buck state um, and say, hey, man, I just shot a deer. I don't know whether to submit him or not. We, we just tell them, well, man, that's up to you. It's kind of like, Nothing's kind of like no calling rules in August. Yeah, you just, you either got to score it now or, or, or it's gone, you know, and so it's, there is some strategy to it and that's what kind of makes it fun and, and, uh, you know, it is about the tournament, but people that do it, um, get in here and, and really participate and hopefully come to the banquets that you're in and stuff. They, they, they love it. Cause it's just a, it's like I said, it's kind of like a fantasy football pool. Yeah. There's a lot of com- camaraderie that goes along with it. You know, just 
when I, I love checking the leaderboards of other states, just looking out and seeing, you know, what, what other states are doing. And you're right. You, you follow people from time to time. Like, Oh, this one's on here. If his buddy kills one, he'll, he'll jump. I mean, even if his right. buddy gets this deer, they'll jump way up here. And you now it, it is that fancy football style meets a fishing tournament meets yeah all yeah. kinds of stuff uh, there no i just said we, we just had a team in kentucky that and this is the cool part about this in the early because kentucky just opened last weekend so we got you know we already have one team with two deer submissions and kentucky's a one buck state right i saw so, that oh, wow. i checked that leaderboard earlier yeah yeah actually yeah, one dude already shot so a 270 inch, 207 inch deer in kentucky yeah I'm like man his buddy yeah. comes through they're oh. gonna be in it yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's impressive yeah well, and you know, that's a great example because last year we had a 203 or 206 right out of the gate, same deal, and his partner never shot a buck. So, Ouch. Um, if I was that guy. You know, you just, you, don't, <laughs> you just don't know, and that's why people just hang on. In fact, that, that, that same anticipation on that leaderboard, I'm telling you, it'll run all the way up till the night of the banquet because what happens at the banquet is Pope and Young scores those deers, all the bucks for, for everybody from every state. We don't hand them their score sheet, so they don't know until we get on stage. Oh, cool! To make the oh, wow! If they, because you know, last year we had three states at the at the Springfield banquet where first place fell out of first. Um, so you know, you had people up there going, "Hey, we we got this in the bag. We're taking home some players, Rangers," and they ended up with muddy bull blinds. But somebody else jumped up and advanced. So you don't wow. know until we actually announce it there who who the winner is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is that is. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, and another thing you guys are starting to do now, from my reading, this is only in Missouri and Iowa for this year. You've also got a silver tournament in in, in Missouri and Iowa. Why don't you explain to everybody uh, what that means and why did you start a gold and a silver tournament in at least these two states and what kind of maybe your plans are going forward with that? Yeah, so so the silver tournament, I'll just throw myself on the sword. It's probably for more of the guys like me that can kill bucks, but not, you know, maybe don't feel like I compete with some of the other guys out there. With we're all raising our hands right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's me, right? So we kind of wanted to think. I, you know, I tell people to think of it like a B flight, right? So it's a separate tournament. It's a little cheaper to get in. We have a ten thousand dollar prize pack for five places. You still get all the great discounts to over forty companies. But you, but you get the, the ability to compete at a level where you really think you got a chance. And, and even though we always say it's anybody's game, and we still believe that, you know, some people just feel more comfortable getting in that silver bracket. So we, in the states where we've seen really heavy increases in just overall growth scoring, we always offer, we will continue to offer the states as they grow. Yeah, that's just, cool. Just for folks that want fun and, you know, and, get in it we have families that get in this thing you know five and six different teams within one family and they kind of you know talk a little crap to each other all season <laughs> and have their own little betting on the side that's that's what it's all about right so yep. we we wanted to do the silver for for folks that just saw those scores last year and were like holy crap I you know especially yeah, in yeah. iowa right mm-hmm. well and, so, and it's I, working good i like the on. team names that i like reading some of the team <laughs> names <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, yeah. There's actually some of those team names at the banquet where I, I, I have a hard time reading them on stage. They're pretty uh, suggestive. I mean, we, get, <laughs> we, get, we, get, we get some really good ones. Yeah. No, I remember some of my slow-pitch softball ga- days. Our, uh, our team <laughs> names were a little bit racy on the, the co-ed yeah. side. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's right. Well, I saw that, and I think that's, that's you know, important to, to note because, for instance, in, being in Missouri – uh, the winners last year, you know, their scores, you know, if you're a guy or a gal that, uh, hunts down in Southeast Missouri or, you know, Southern Missouri where they're maybe not just as big racked, you're talking about two deer that even if we shot 200, 250 inch deer, we're not going to come close to beating this team type of deal, right. which right. by the right. way, did anybody notice who the winner in Missouri was last year? Who? Uh, I anybody, do. Anybody watch baseball? He's an ex is a Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. I'm pretty sure Roy's Roy Oswalt won in Missouri. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I looked at the name I'm like Roy Oswalt. That, and then I looked at the picture. And I'm like, yeah. Yep, that's him. <laughs> that's pretty uh, cool. So I remember him. I remember watching him growing up playing baseball. So that's that's pretty cool. But you know that that silver tournament is the opportunity that hey, if you aren't off after the biggest deer or let's say you only hunt public land and maybe the biggest deer in public is going to be 135 inches where you're at and you and your buddy are both going after a couple of them that gives you opportunity to to get top 10 placing in a silver or 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 you might even place top 10 on the gold side too but 
it gives uh, maybe a little more incentive to sign up. Well, if you're like us, you know, I think all of us played sports through high school and whatnot. And I mean, you, you have that, like you said, that competitive edge and you want to, you want to fill that, that itch, I guess, to compete. And then you also have that passion for hunting. Um, it's a great, great way to do that. Yeah. So another question we thought of, and I don't know if you've ever even been asked this, uh, we kind of talked about some, some of the stuff we might talk about with you before we started, but has anybody ever brought up expanding team size numbers to you? And have you ever, have you thought uh, about it and, uh, you know, anything that you're looking at in the future for that? Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's come up a couple of times. It's not been something that's, uh, been like just an overwhelming question that we get, but we thought about it. I mean, I think as this thing grows, we've got a whole bunch. In fact, we've got a whole marker, bo- marker board full of ideas for yeah. the future. Um, the hard part about this business for us is that when we came into the industry, there was really nothing like this. So we spent a lot of time and money, uh, just educating people on what quest is. I mean, I can't put up a billboard with quest Hunco on it and people know what it is because right. tournaments in the hunting industry, at least at this scale, have never really been done very much. So we, you know, we wanted to keep it really simple, keep a really linear format, um, focus on one species animal. Cause that's another question we get sometimes when you get a broaden out to mule deer and turkey and everything else. Um, but, we wanted purposely to try to keep it as simple until we felt like people really had their arms around this format. Um, and we feel like now after three years, um, you know, we get a lot fewer questions about format. We're much probably better known, um, Mm -hmm. in all the States we're at. So people, so it's gotten a lot easier. Now I think we're starting to dabble maybe, maybe exploring some of these new, these and, and maybe divisions and some other things. But for now we just, we just decided to keep it where it's at. In fact, probably more than we get questions about, you know, if you thought about expanding the team numbers, we get probably more questions about, Hey, can you help me find a partner? Uh, but <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, yeah, we, we do a lot of match.com stuff. I mean, we call us <laughs> and we'll, you know, I'll be like, Hey, I got a guy in Wisconsin looking for somebody. We we've made some teams just for putting people together, which is, again, is, is really cool because, you know, we, we not only have friends, people that are friends now in the same state that would have never known each other, but we have, Frankly, we have people in Arkansas that are best friends with people in Pennsylvania and yeah. Iowa now, and it's, it's so that it is kind of a cool deal. But I don't know. We may we may look at expanding that in the future. But so that'd be kind of at a least cool for the idea next year. Or so I think we're gonna be where we're at. That'd yeah. be a cool idea. Maybe like a blind draw. Like you have a <laughs> yeah, you don't got a partner. Everybody puts their name in the hat, and Put then hey, hand. you're with this guy. Yeah. So yeah. please, nobody draw Nate. Please, nobody <laughs> draw <Nate>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm yeah, sure you've exactly. also got the same question about you know getting i don't know even know like the way to explain it but do people get bonus points for killing one with a bow versus a gun or public versus private you know i'm sure you've gotten those questions before too um which i mean are legitimate you know legitimate questions sometimes i mean they're you know but you kind of got to draw the line but you got to draw yeah you you can't yeah keep making exceptions i guess right uh as you call it yeah and like i said that that marker board we have all the division ideas and cool things to do and categories and you know different size teams and all. there's a whole list of those that have been there since the beginning but but it was really our intention to try to make this hey let's drive this one thing and make it super simple you know get people interested in it maybe yeah. we can once we have the notoriety in the industry we can start expanding and doing some things um but we you know, we get we get some guys some hardcore bow hunters who are like man there shouldn't be guys uh hunting in this thing and, and i tell you what after three years we're excited this year. Our leaderboard actually shows you whether it was a gun or a bow kill right oh, on the cool. leaderboard. Yeah, I saw which that. Is a new addition this year with public gear. And we've got some other things that are going to show up on the on the leaderboard. But what you'll find is if this year is like every other year we've had, is the majority of our top ten bucks are bow kills anyway. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's you know we get a lot of early season deer, and you'll watch this as the submissions come in. <clears throat> So, you know, we kind of looked at, we told everybody, look, we, we try to design this term for everybody, including gun hunters. Um, you know, in most states, just like Missouri, you know, you have a much longer time to, to hunt with, obviously with a bow than you do the rifle. Um, there, there's definitely some early season advantage there. So we, we haven't really found equity, really, um, gun and, and bow kills. In fact, I like what I just said, uh, the, the, the lion's share of our top 10 bucks will be bow kills. Um yeah. So it it seems to be working. I mean, who knows in the future? That's another one of those things in the marker board, right? Bow division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that may be something we look at. Yeah. Well, and that's never been. I mean, I've always. I think we've all said this on our show. 
you know, anybody that's listened to all 18 or whatever we've had so far, whatever floats your boat, floats your boat. If you are a gun hunter, you're a gun hunter. If you're a bow hunter, you're a bow hunter. I don't care what you use to harvest animals. I mean, uh, as long as it's ethical. Yeah. As long as you're doing it the right way, you got your tags and you're not, you know, spotlight them at night. Exactly. Uh, You know, that's, that's what, uh, that's all I really care about. But, uh, to segue, and I didn't even do that on purpose. By I the know way. I was about to, I was about to <laughs> go in there, but have you guys? Has it been an issue with cheating? Because I mean, what's stopping some guy from going into some high fence area, killing a deer, and then you know using that? Have you all ever had issues with cheating? And what have y'all done about it? Yeah, so a great question. In fact, I I I tell you that's probably the number one we get um, is just integrity of the tournament. How do you regulate? Um, so we have some things built in just in the rules themselves for early checkpoints. Um, anymore, I think we run kind of, it seems like we run a hotline, people calling in saying, Hey, this guy, check this thing out. So we do a lot of research on, you know, submissions too throughout the season, but just going back to the whole fishing tournament thing, we run it the same way. So when you come in in top 10, you take a lie detector test, um, total independent company. Um, and there's this whole series of questions they ask based on the state. And it, it, it's aimed at making sure you follow the rules of your, your local, you know, game and fish laws. Um, and I can, I can tell you that we do a pretty good job. You'll start hearing us a lot on social media now that the tournament started. Mm-hmm. We remind people all the time. They sign a, a waiver when they get in that says they're willing to take that lie detector test. And I think it's kind of headed off a lot of our, our problems. We have had one disqualification in three years. That's pretty um, darn good. That happened at, yeah. at the lie detector test. Yeah. You know what happens, and Brian brought this up one day, and I think he's right. We've gotten some calls before about certain people, and sometimes those people just magically don't submit a second deer. Um, and I'm not sure that's an accident, right? Right, right. Um, and so the the fear of taking a lie detector test, what we tell people is, look, guys, this is a big stage. We're going to have, you know, we live stream our banquets on online. We'll have about 800 people, eight 900 people at our Springfield banquet this year. Um you know, you don't you don't want to get caught there. I mean, it's not it's not a good look. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Right. Um, and it I think it does kind of steer some people off of that. And uh, thank goodness, because we we didn't even like the one that we don't like to disqualify people. It's it's kind of a worst nightmare for us too. Um, but we only had to do it once, and uh, so I think that's a pretty good record. Um, but that that test will it'll all come out. I mean, if there's something that you didn't do right especially if it's flagrant, um, it's, it's going to all come out during those, those question sessions. So, yeah. Um, and and that's probably not, not to do it. that's probably not talking about the person that, um, accidentally scored the deer as not even accidentally, they scored their deer as a one sixty eight, and it actually was a one sixty four and three quarters exactly. or three eighths or something. So, yeah. you know, that's probably not what you're talking about. It's those. And I, I think it's the whole, uh, locks keep honest people honest. Yeah, you know when yeah, a dishonest right, person right. knows that they're going to have to take a lie detector or something to win something, yeah. um, they're not going to sign up. Gonna you know, if they're going to go spotlight sure, something right. or if they're going to you know do something really really backhanded, right. they're probably not going to sign up. Right, they know they're going to get caught. Yep. Um, so that, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Although I've never taken a lie detector, I'd freak the shit I, out. I of would me. think I would just be nervous going into <laughs> I it, and I would just feel miserably, even though I wouldn't do anything wrong. I swear I wasn't lying. <laughs> I was just scared. <laughs> but no, that yeah, no, that's I, good. And that I mean, that's, I've only actually taken one. Yeah, and were you taken nervous? One, but it was actually at a fishing tournament. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah. do the same I, thing I there. I my name. Yeah. You say you failed yeah, your yeah, name? Yeah, that's where we kind of got the whole again the. The format he said hey what is your name i think he asked me is your name jeff DeCarlis? my real name's jeffrey and I, nobody calls me that but in my head i was thinking well <laughs> it's a yeah, trick it question <laughs> yes no yes no I, i'm not sure i don't know <laughs> well that's yeah. funny next question yeah, yeah. He, he's just like dude just calm down you're all right like and, and it really he uh, the guy we use he does a lot with you know law enforcement mm-hmm. stuff he's he's an expert in the industry um and he is really good about calming you down because our intention like you just mentioned is not to catch people that are in the back of their head pretty sure it was safe light i mean or something to that effect i mean we're the questions are geared to people that just really violate the law i mean we're the rules of the tournament as long as you're doing your best and you're you know you're hunting ethically and you're you know we're not targeting those people so we're not trying to trick people it's just if you did something wrong it's it will come out and so 
it, it's worked and, and we've been fortunate, like I said, not to have more. Honestly, I think that's, you know, more of opting out of coming to the banquet than it, than it is a, a, you know, a factor of our, of our test itself. But right. So at the banquet, you have them bring the racks, obviously would like you said, some people get bumped around. So how many deer do you score at the banquets? Okay, so this year in Springfield, we'll have about seven states here. So you'll have, oh, wow. um, we, yeah, we and we're open to the public too for these events. So you, you know, we'll, you have at least twenty deer per state. Um, in most cases, a few more than that. Okay. Um, and and we start scoring on Friday, and so our closest states are, you know, they're scheduled to come in on Friday afternoon, evening. Um, and we'll have about thirty Pope and Young scores here this year in Springfield at this big event. Wow. Um, and they just they work till late hours of the night, and then they get up again Saturday morning and do it all day Saturdays. So do uh, do the people uh, it's that a, are it's a chore. Yeah, that'd be. Do the people that are coming to the uh, event see the racks, or is this just kind of all? Behind yeah, the that's seats? what's. Well, you know, it's a great question because we've always wanted to have this massive display. Oh, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, last year we sold. We sold out tickets last year. We were, we were at a venue. We didn't we didn't anticipate we we could take up to three hundred fifty people. Um, and we probably could have sold 450 tickets. We added states to this banquet this year. So this year we actually rented out a convention center and a hotel. Um, and so we're, we're going to, uh, have a plenty of room, um, actually there to see all the biggest bucks from, from all seven states, or at least seven of the nine states. You guys want to go to Springfield? I say, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. And Jeff, you talked about this before we started talking about the check-in station style, you know, missing that and wishing to go back and see, you know, it's kind of cool as a kid growing up seeing everybody's deer come in and I mean, you're, you're what you're, you're talking recreating about. that yeah. in some sense. Yeah. That, that night for us is, is by far the pinnacle of our year because we, we grind and we grind and we grind. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of marketing stuff we do um, all year long. And we get to see everybody's stories kind of through pictures and submissions. And we meet people through DMS and normally we go to a lot of trade shows. Of course with COVID it's been different this year, Right, but the banquet is when we get to see all these people we've met virtually, kind of come together, um, and we get to meet them in person. We've made so many friends, and the the nights about you know there's a dinner. Actually, this year on Saturday we have Harlan Bowhunter coming in to do a film school at the event. We have, you know, we'll have some speakers there. I think I don't know. We're trying to talk the juries into coming down and doing some stuff with us because we're kind of partnering with them on Deercast uh, yeah. for 2020. So we'll. You guys need Missouri Woods and Water to come and speak, or I, said, we, yeah, we can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we can afford it. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh man, well, oh, are, we, I, are we big time? And I don't I, know it. I, yeah, I, I bet you could. <laughs> you got bush light there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we yeah. Listen, we it's a it it is a it is a blast. We have we'll have five bars at the event this year. We serve there. Uh, there's a country music concert after the banquet. Um, it's super high energy. I mean, it's just, it's, it's honestly, it, if you guys come this year and I hope you do, it's, it'll be 800, seven, 800, seven to 900 of the best people you ever met. I mean, it's just, we've never had an issue with people getting around. I mean, it's literally our community probably we're most proud of. It's just, it's just really good people, outdoor enthusiasts, just rooting for other people. It, yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to get too kumbaya here, but it really <laughs> is a nice, a really nice event. I mean, it's, it's just people leave there, and I mean, we we now have after a second into our third year, we have people that come to the banquet. In fact, we've already sold a bunch of banquet tickets online for February, and a lot of these people, you know, they don't even know if they're going to be in the top ten, but they're coming anyway, and it's because it's just a it's just a cool night. I mean, it really, really is. Good. So, so what is the cost speaking of your or, banquet speaking at the event or not? You guys should come. Yeah, I th- well, it's a bunch of like minded individuals. Yeah, it's together. people that I want to be around. You know, I mean, we got the same, yeah, exactly. you know, same likes and all that. It's people that you get along with, you know, for the most part. And um, like you said, you never had any squabbles there. So, you know, everybody's cool and, you know, yeah. it's just a good time. Sounds like a great time anyways. Yeah, Andy, we want to ask your question again. Uh, absolutely. You know, I think you probably mentioned this a while ago, but just for the listeners that, that didn't catch it, how much are is a banquet ticket? Yeah, the banquet tickets are 25 bucks. Um, like I said, that includes your dinner, uh, the concert, and the banquet. Oh wow! Um, we do some we do some other things, uh, you know, that are extra. So we, are, you know, Sean Sean Luckdale, Michael Hunsucker will be down doing a film school on Saturday. So we try to do some things where if you want to participate in that, it's an option at a at a deep discounted rate. Cool, that's cool. Um, you know, some speakers there and some other. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun if you've 
and then we we get people uh, discount tickets to Warner's Wildlife while they're in town if they want to do that on Saturday, and it kind of becomes a whole weekend for people. They come down and you know kind of use it as a mini vacation. It's it, it, it's yeah. well worth it. I mean, we tried real hard to keep that pricing where it is. What do you think about any of the like whitetails, you know, banquets or anything like that? Heck, that's more than twenty five bucks, and you're not getting the the quality. I want to say quality of deer, but you're not getting the the experience of the well this year tops you know seven states top biggest deer that'd be i mean that to me that's awesome i mean dude can you imagine sitting there i have not been to one nope i think it'd be fun watching each top 10 be announced and them not knowing it. and nobody knowing really yeah. like okay am i 10th am i 7th yep. you know because yeah. you could probably have two inches between 10th and 5th or 10th and 1st right. potentially and yeah. it all comes down to what the the pope and young scorers you know, really score the buck as, and if you're just an eighth of an inch off, you might be going from first to third, and that's yep. that would be cool to watch. I wouldn't want to be one of the ones no, yeah. that are nervous as shit, <laughs> you know, in there. Well, maybe well, I hope I kill a big enough deer. Sure. Worry about it, yeah. But uh, you know, it'd be really cool to be just sitting there watching that because you know you get to see people succeed and yep. and you know, like yeah. we said, we're competitive people. We all grew up playing sports, and you're competitive, and and you also like to see people that you might not even know but that are like you if that makes any sense like hey this person's a hunter you know they seem to be cool succeed right and you you know you do feel good for them so right you get to do that seven times seven different states <laughs> that's right so so uh one sign up for the tournament wise i mean what, what's the deadline to sign up how to you know give give our listeners a breakdown of how they can get involved in this tournament if they want to yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, sign-up's pretty easy. It's a pretty streamlined process. It's at www.questhuntco.com. Um, you just click on Enter the Tournament, pick your state, um, enter your partner's information. It's pretty automatic after that, and you'll get a, you, you know, it's it, the cost right now to sign up is 200 a team, 100 a person. Okay. Um, it starts out the year at 75, so we really encourage people to get in early. In fact, we'll open up uh, – entries uh available at the banquet in february this year for 2021 which is the cheapest time to get in and get to enjoy the discounts longer i mentioned the discounts but as soon as you sign up you get an email three sponsors i think this year yeah. um and you get up to 50 percent off all that product for the entire so those, those codes expire december 31st of this year um okay. so the earlier the better for sure uh, plus we do a lot of giveaways every month if you're in the tournament this this month, I think we haven't even announced this yet, so you guys are getting kind of a sneak oh. peek, but I believe we're going to launch a uh, Quiet Cat Bite giveaway oh, um, for anybody signing up for the tournament nice. before the end of this month, I think. Uh, so first roll on out. Missouri we just had an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, but... <laughs> so, yeah, Damn it. So, so, so there is a deadline. There's no deadline, I should say. You, you signed up before you harvest your buck. So you can't, you can't go kill a buck and then in the turn, that's one of the lie detector questions. Gotcha. Um, so we encourage people to get in, you know, early, but you can sign up late. We get a lot of, uh, you know, rifle hunters will sign up, you know, in about a month from now. Mm -hmm. Um, so we get another wave then. So there's none. In fact, if you're a muzzleloader guy, we do get some people just sign up in late November. Um, you know, you can do that as well, but Awesome. If you so want to use those discounts, and, and those discounts are big. I mean, we always we have a lot of people that enter the tournament more like a Sam's Club membership. They submit a deer if they happen to get a big one, but really yeah. they get into the tournament. Um, last month we had stealth cameras all every skew they had fifty percent off. So I mean, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna buy a cell camera or a stand, you're gonna make more than your money back in one purchase. So it's just we tell people like, look, I mean, yeah, there's an entry fee, but you're gonna buy anything it's it's well worth it it's a lot like uh, was it sportsman's guide yeah yeah you can get in there get your discount i literally just bought five stealth cams this year or was it four you Maybe messed four up or five. should have been in yeah. should, should have <laughs> been in the tournament already <laughs> yeah and once yeah I'm, i pussyfooted around and yep. i haven't signed up yet so i need to get it done need to get it done there you go there you go well uh what else you guys got for him man i'm gonna have to get on there and get get myself signed up for this year and i think i've done it so far every year so i'm excited to do it again yeah yeah, no, I, it's always fun uh, to compete with each other and, um, you know, have that camaraderie with your teammate and give your teammate a hard time if they're oh, not yeah. <laughs> getting their, their their side done or something. But sure. uh, uh, at the very least, going to the 
at least for guys like us, I mean, we're, we're two hours from Springfield. It, it takes, said, yeah, it, it it's takes not no that time. far. It's just so. shoot right down 13 and boom, I'm there. So. Yeah, if anything, I think we should definitely make it down to the banquet. To, yeah, to that'd be a lot that. of fun. Can we count that off as a business yeah, trip? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to run a business any better than I know how to run a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, killing it. So uh, any, you got anything else for us, Jeff? Man, that's it. Just, uh, you know, follow us. We do a lot of information, put a lot of videos out on Instagram, Facebook. You know, follow us there. I think we're Quest uh, underscore Hunko. Is that right? Quest. Yeah, I think that's right on Instagram and just Quest Hunko on Facebook. So Perfect. definitely a good spot for information if you have any questions. Um, there's lots of videos on YouTube. So, yeah, anything you got, just reach out to us. We, we try to answer every single DM. If you get a response, it'll be from one of Brian or I uh, nice. every time. So, uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll uh, answer anything you got. We'll link your uh, your website and your Instagram and all that when we release the show. And um, that's right. Yeah. We'll definitely do that for you. And, uh, you know, give our regards to Brian, too. Wish we could have had him on with you. But yep. we appreciate you coming on um, last second like yeah, this man. and um, having yeah. some fun, man. And for all of our listeners that get yeah. in their tournament, good luck to you guys. Wish you guys the best of luck. Hopefully, uh, one of you guys come home with that uh, Polaris Ranger. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you in Springfield. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. That's right. So, That's right. All right, Jeff, we appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Catch you later. There it is. Another show in the books. There it is. That Under it the books. On the books. I don't, I don't know. Books? No I don't read books. I don't know. I set stuff on them normally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was a good one. Jeff gave us some some really good info about what quest hunting tournament is, and I'm excited. I want to go down to the banquet. I, this yeah, year. the banquet's on my list. I, for I sure. think we have to. I, I could I could give a shit if we do anything in the tournament. Yeah, if we win tournament, but, but being around all sounds that. like it'd be really fun just to see the top ten. And talk to talk stuff. to those guys, get some of those stories. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you go down there. There's there's obviously going to be a ton of hunters, and just to get to talk with all of them, they all they're all going to have a different story. So that that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. So man, we we sure asked him a lot of questions. Do you feel that way? That's, I think we should have him fill, fill out a questionnaire. Oh my god. <laughs> oh gee, <laughs> that was your worst one. Yet. Yeah, that was by far the worst. Oh I, man, you were struggling on I that. I thought you that were was reaching. great. <laughs> I've been planning that one the whole time. You sure asked him a lot of questions. Yeah, that's what this freaking show is about. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> uh, but nice, nice try, nice try. Uh, hey, question, wait, we appreciate your effort. You are a member of this team, and we value what you put into it, which mm. is almost nothing. <laughs> I do what I can, when I can, yep. sometimes. All right. All right, well, guys, enjoy the show. All right, we'll holler at you later.